You think it was your fault? How do you feel now? Welcome to the nightclub, where we are the ones who would have voted for Obama a third time. This is Ricky Prejean, here with Travis, Travis Boone. Boone. Oh, oh, you do it? I don't do it? Normally, normally, when, when I would introduce it you doesn't guys. doesn't matter. Angel's here, too. <laughs> There's Angel. And also in the room with us. Billy. There's Billy. Billy Joe. Billy Joe. How about that? First ever appearance on the nightclub. And tonight's episode, well, I wish I was more prepared for it. I'm unfortunately not as prepared as I was for The Witch, uh, and even less prepared than I was for Hereditary. But luckily, Ricky's got uh, he's got all the info, right? Sure. I'll sing this shit. It's about to get wild shit. up in here. <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah, I mean, we're all jacked up on caffeine. We had to make coffee because we were going to fall the fuck asleep. I'm all just, jacked you know, up on a, Mountain Dew, chip. Just a bunch of white people. A, white, a bunch of white people talking about a, a, a fucking... Black film. Yeah, a black... Not a, well... I was almost going to say black exploitation. That's not at all what this is. This is the opposite of that. This is about the uh, exploitation about some, of blacks. Some crazy fucking white people. Yeah. 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 Arkin. Some of the weirdest. <laughs> some of the weirdest white people I think I've ever seen on film. One's a neurosurgeon. One's a lot a- of them remind me of my family, so like, oh. I take offense to that. I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, your family. Yeah, they're real liberal. Uh. You have a neurosurgeon, a chick with a teacup, a psychotic Fruit Loop eater, and a brother who's really obsessed with jujitsu. Yeah, right? and and genetics. With and they all are obsessed with the yeah. genetics. Because that's that's uh. that's what he tells them. He's going on about the dude's genetic makeup and shit, and it's like, why are you such a fucking weirdo? <laughs> that's how he's looking at him. Like, We're not far off from this too. I think this could happen if um, the singularity hits. And and you you can download your consciousness onto a computer chip. Oh, I thought you were talking about like what happens in that movie. I'm like, nah, we're we're, we're far away from that. No, I can't afford a, a, a fucking laboratory. All right, or college. Well, so I don't want to get hypnotized and then fall into a zone. I might be able to. Yeah. Well, that's what I'm getting at. If we download our consciousness, 
that might be the sunken place. Oh, just fucking kill me. We're going to preface this evening's midnight ritual with a little bit of a... what? Uh, it's apropos. And we didn't plan it this way. I, I'm going to preface it with two things. Number one, every time the coven has communed, we've talked about one of what I consider to be the trifecta of modern horror, or the horror trifecta of the modern era. Ari Aster, Robert Eggers, and... da da da, da Jordan Peele. We covered the first film by Robert Eggers, The Witch, on our first communion, episode six. Then we covered Hereditary the last time we got together. That's Ari Aster's first film. It just so happens that it's February, and it's Black History Month, and I don't know. And Noah's in the Black History play. That's right. (laughs) I'm not shitting y'all. I know. He wanted to be a part of it. It's nice. Mm -hmm. He has, um, he's singing. He's woke as fuck. He's woke as shallow woke baby. And I think we're woke. We're wokeish. I think we're. I think we're pretty woke. I'm half asleep, but. Well, yeah. I mean, <laughs> if we're going talking in that regard. So, and 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 to be serious, I mean, because look, we, Ricky was was going to come with metal recommendations, but we decided instead that we were going to pay homage to where the fuck else does rock and roll come from? Rock and roll comes from the blues. Where's the blues come from? The devil. Yeah. All right. Mashed Potato Johnson. <laughs> I was waiting for you to say it. Who's Mashed Potato No, it, that's from Metalocalypse. That's, that's... Mashed Potato Johnson. I'm like, is it me? No, no, uh-huh. no. Mashed Potato. <laughs> Why is it you? I don't care. last name is Johnson. Johnson. Oh. <laughs> Damn. I start calling myself that. Oh, Mashed Potato Johnson. Thank you, Mashed Potato Johnson. <laughs> Ricky Kaboom Boy. <laughs> just Kaboy. Kaboy. <laughs> oh, God damn. Um, no, but no, Mashed Potato Johnson, that's a Metalocalypse. Uh, when, when Death Clock goes to the south and they're, they're trying to learn how to, they don't feel angry anymore. They don't, they're too depressed. Yeah. So yeah. he's like trying to teach them how to play the blues and they physically can't play slow enough. That's just a metal. He ties, he ties cinder blocks to their hands. And like, they're still... I'm like, can we watch this? I don't, like, if we're still awake at, later? Yeah. I don't remember that one. It's a good one. Man, I like the very, I think it's the pilot of that, where he takes his hand and just bashes that fucking, the, the meat or the lobster, like. The lobster tank? Yeah. Yeah. Just like, he's like, oh, and he just like breaks it with his hand. Fucking pickles is like, don't tell me booze ain't food. Or something like that. And when they first get to right to the uh, grocery store, Squisgar is like, "What is this place?" And and no, no, someone else says, "What is this place?" And he's like, "I believe it's what's called food library." <laughs> <laughs> what's it? What's the what's the, the the best one though from the um, the blues episode? Because every song is something involving the train blues. Yeah, the blues train. As his de- as his decapitated head flew the flew through the air, he wrote his final song. <laughs> blues train are coming, blues. <laughs> I got the blues train blues. <laughs> and he uh, when they meet the devil at the crossroads, they like out negotiate him. Mm-hmm. They're their own uh, notary. Well, no, Murderface is a notary. I'm a notary for real. Yeah, they're all like they're all like going back. It's like a montage. God. They're going back and forth. And then the montage ends, and Nathan's like, and then that that leaves you with uh, a 10% packet on our souls, and this uh, 
like fifteen dollar coupon to, to, hot, to hot topic, topic. <laughs> and like they ended up getting his soul into into negotiation somehow, <laughs> and he's like, I'm I'm gonna have to contact a notary and sleep on it, and Murphy's is like, I, I'm a notary. <laughs> oh my god! <laughs> All that being said, we're gonna anyway, we're gonna yeah. we're gonna honor um the seriously uh yeah back to serious face the. <laughs> The, the origin of, of rock and roll does stem from the blues and uh, the fable and the lore behind the blues comes from a Johnson indeed, Robert Johnson. Uh, you ever heard of the crossroads, the pact with the devil at the crossroads? There's so much Johnson. There's a lot of Johnson lot of on, that side, on that side <laughs> of, of history, yeah. <laughs> so supposedly Robert Johnson couldn't play guitar worth a shit, at least not enough to get paid on a regular basis, and... Uh, he went on a little bit of a journey, found himself at the crossroads on what Route sixty six, right? Something like that. Something like yeah, that. As I, the, think. I don't know the 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 ins and outs of, of the legend itself, but he 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 meets the devil there. This is true to history. The guy does show back up in like the clubs and and wherever, and he suddenly can play guitar like no one has ever seen before, and he became famous. He's still famous to this day. What is this sorcery? Exactly. But uh, I'm going to go ahead and jump down the line. From one famous guitarist to another, probably the most famous guitar player of all time. Little Wayne. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I'm sorry. This is blasphemy. <laughs> Jimmy motherfucking Hendrix, man. Where's the auto tune on this thing? <laughs> <laughs> it's like when, when he plays, it's like. Dur, 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 dur. He, he plays it, he, he holds the guitar like. At this weird angle that cool. that makes it to where you lose dexterity in your fingers, so you can't play properly. That's it cool. sounds really bad, and it sounds fucked up. I'm sorry, yeah. but no, Jimi Hendrix, man, come on, yeah, that's Hendrix, yeah, yeah. But um, instead of Ricky, well, you yeah, knew that the little Wayne shit was a joke, right? Yes, no, we know you love him. I think you like him a lot. No, I like I like Drake. I'm on your, I don't like Lil Wayne. So I'm on I your side. Hate Drake. You I don't Drake? like Drake, but I'm on your side. I like Drake because him and Kevin Smith are they're cool. That's cool. Drake makes me sick. There's there's a Reddit page dedicated to shitting on Drake. It's called it. it's called Drake's the type of and uh it's always something that would that's not true, but would be terribly embarrassing. Like <laughs> Drake's the type of such and such to close the refrigerator door with his hip. <laughs> <laughs> and, and then just and shit like that. It it it, it, it makes me laugh. There there's speaking there's some gold on there. Speaking of shit, have have y'all um I need to all like join y'all in there's a Facebook group called We Know You Shit Your Pants, Caitlin. Oh what? Do y'all Trump, know about this? The Trump shit? girl. The fucking yeah. Trump What? <laughs> Sheesh. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Tell the oh no. Hey, this is especially poignant because it's Black History Month. The girl's not black, but Trump. No, nah, they so call Trump. her ramen yeah. noodle head and all kind of shit. What? Um, huh? She's got ringlet curls, but she puts so much gel in it, it looks like ramen noodles. So, so they call her, they, they hashtag ramen noodles. When they... <laughs> <laughs> show y'all this fucking page so apparently like before she went Trump crazy somebody she got drunk passed out on the floor and she took a shit when I tell y'all the shit is like a foot long and it's hanging out of her skirt oh no so now there's there's not just 
one page. There's several fucking pages. <laughs> like we know you did it, Caitlin. <laughs> I'm I'm in personally in that we know you shit your pants, Caitlin Group. I want to know and they always fucking tag her and This girl's life is fucking fucked. Yeah, they take that picture and like they the, they photoshop it in her campaigns. Like so it's, it's public pooping is being it's, yo, it's a massive This is BuzzFeed, don't don't yeah. it's a massive Oh, this ain't shit. the one. This ain't Just the one. pull up it's not the one. What's her name? That's bad. Caitlin I can't think I of her last name. Ramen noodle. Yeah, she got some ramen hair for sure. It's long. She's, uh, <laughs> but, uh, she, yeah, she's kind of fucking crazy and she takes crazy shits. And she loves Trump? Oh, she's like obsessed with Trump. Oh, jeez. I, I notice a lot of white women are, man, I don't know. It's like Google don't want me to know. What, what, My bosses? Just are, Google, we know you shit your pants, Caitlin. Oh. My you will find are it. lesbians and they fucking love Trump. I'm like, Trump would fucking. If Trump walked into the, the spa acting just his self, they would fucking hate Trump. Because right. he acts like all the douchebags mm-hmm. that walk in there that we all are like, oh, that person sucks and yeah. shit. You they shouldn't be that type of human Trump. being. So why do they love him? Caitlin's trail. I think y'all were disgusting Then they're Christians, which don't make sense to me because aren't you going to burn in hell? I'm going to edit. I'm going to edit. It's worth burning. <laughs> it's worth burning for. <laughs> oh, shit. That ass. Yes, is, I figure I'll forgive him. That ass is tight, boy. <laughs> not, not that Caitlyn chicks. Oh. oh. Not if she takes shits like that. Oh, Jesus. Oh, this is a massive turd. I'm not. Like, what happened? Dude, it's like she. I don't know. Like. She had too much kaboom. I understand people shit. Yeah. I've never personally shit myself. Because she was drunk? Yeah. I but thought it would be more my, loose, like okay, not a whole no, mold. Like I, I, I'm not gonna say any names, but there was that girl you know about her that shit all over the place <laughs> when she got drunk. We were there at that bachelorette party. Oh. Shut up, <laughs> bleep. Uh, no, I'm, I'm gonna edit that out. Um, but yeah, I mean, it's first I can time understand I'm if you have it. explosive shits and you drunk, <laughs> you can't like hold your bowels. This is a formed, big-ass shit. No, me either. Like, I've never shit myself. I came close when I was sick. <laughs> this girl just... I feel like she laid on the ground and, like, just, like... Relaxed. <laughs> the shit just, like... Slid she out. somehow pushed it out of her asshole. That's so... I don't know. It was, have you not found the shit yet? No. Oh, man. I'm gonna go get my phone and yeah, I'm gonna... Go, yeah, you do it. I'm gonna just show I'm, y'all this page... I can't believe you don't see this. I found the page, but I can't look at it because I'm not signed. No one signed into Facebook on here. <clears throat> okay, so Angel's pull. We are completely derailed, but it's all right. I'll 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 look at this fucking chick shitting herself. Um. <laughs> we are all about it. Look, like, this is what the people put all over her shit. Great job pooping. Like, they, they like, <laughs> memes. like they they like they're but trolling find, her. But heart. find the original picture. And for everyone listening, I will find the That's picture and I will put hair. a link in the show notes. Nice. Yeah. <laughs> show the ramen noodle hair. Yeah, I it's need that picture. It's usually worse too. than that. She ain't, got oh. all the, she ain't got all the gel in it right now, and she's. The, the shit where she's macking on Bernie Sanders is horrible. She's macking on him? Huh? No, not macking on him. She's like... She's trying to get with that she, fucking woman? She's harassing him at his own thing. Oh, my yeah. God. She's a bitch. That's what started all this. <laughs> she, put this. 
was going to arm my pants, but ended up shitting them instead. <laughs> <laughs> the, like, um, they don't fucking stop. That's the, that, just for y'all, that's the story, though, is that this chick was harassing Sanders, so Sanders supporters were like, oh. You know, you shit your pants. They went and found it, and they were like, look, bitch. Let me Google it. Caleb oh shits her pants. We can tell it's you. You got ramen noodle hair. <laughs> <laughs> noodles was Noodles were coming out her butt. Oh, shit. Shit. Oh, God, I don't want to die. Fucking. Fuck living anymore. The fucking butt top ramen, boy. Butt top ramen. That's, that's gotta okay. be that episode or, name. I'm, I'm not gonna show y'all. Okay. <laughs> I'm gonna save this one. It's the Hershey flavored ramen noodles. So because oh, like yeah. she posted this, she always got this big old gun. So people are like posting her in a diaper with shit. <laughs> <laughs> That's fucked up. You can't find the the original picture either, can you? No, I'm gonna find it. It's like Google fucking. Well, okay. While you look for that, I'm gonna keep the train rolling. <laughs> Um, I don't know. I kind of just want to talk about this. This, is, this is so disrespectful. This episode right? is going to be called Butt Top Ramen Now. And, and this is all we're going to do. You can hashtag her name in the episode so she knows too. Oh, God. Oh, damn. man. Oh, dang, Caitlin. I'm gonna that get, would be rough. They call her hashtag Poop Girl. <laughs> and what's campaign? What is she doing? Like for Trump? Oh, yeah. my God. Mm-hmm. Oh, God. Caitlin Bennett Imagine shits being her that. pants. Imagine being that stupid and shit in your pants. On <laughs> Damn, bitch. Jeez. Double whammy. That's just, oh, I feel bad for Imagine her. Imagine being, hold on. See, this is one of the things. I want to let the listeners know this, too. I came up with the last episode's name. Originally, we were just going to call it Tongue Click because of what the little girl does in Hereditary, and we were doing, yeah. And, but Ricky would drop these subtle little things. Well, he said one, he said my favorite character in the movie is Headless Grandma. That, <laughs> on listening back, that made me laugh so much. But then later in the episode, I'm listening while editing. And then out of nowhere, Angel's describing the scene where you see the Headless Grandma in the attic, the bloated body. She's like, there's flies everywhere. You just hear Ricky in the background. It's fucking awesome. It's my favorite character. I just posted the whole group. Can someone please give me the OG classic Caitlyn Shitter Pants image? Nice. Nice. Good. Yeah. So Angel's we got her fucking... Like a thousand uh, times. You need to have that, like, those old-timey uh, reporter hats that have the fucking press thing sticking out of it and stuff. Like, you're on... And the suit jacket and shit. Like nice. Fucking yeah, yeah. And like the the little, field. a little tiny little, like, pamphlet with the little rings. Yeah. <laughs> and a notepad and ready to jot down shit. <laughs> Uh-oh. Look, y'all, look at this one. Look. Caitlin Bennett shit. Caitlin Bennett's pants. What the fuck? <laughs> There's so many. I'm going to I'm gonna find this group yep. tonight on Facebook. I'm going to add y'all to it. Sweet. Thank you. <laughs> the nightclub is about to infiltrate this chick's fucking Facebook page. This shit's horrible. The shit they do. She's had to, like, she's had... Oh, look. <laughs> What? That's <laughs> so dumb. Sure. What is it? Make use of. <laughs> it's fucking Roman. <laughs> <laughs> oh my 
the best part damn. is like the best part is we're laughing and they don't know why. They don't even know what we just saw. Oh my god. <laughs> <laughs> what the fuck? What is that? A guy is this a It's a Golgotha. It's a guy that got. It looks like oh, he got shit, shit on. demon. Yeah. You know, there's a, there's a Lafayette band named uh, Golgotha. That I like. Amazing. I can't. I can't They're get on this too. site because I die every time. Later. Okay. Yeah, they hid this image. I'm. They're gonna have to post it to me in the comments because she goes. It's her. Her page is called. Caitlin's unsafe space. How <laughs> <laughs> like ironic! Her, oh. And oh, she, God. um, she's like, she go reports now. people for being like harassing all the hole. time because people don't stop now. <laughs> oh, so now she's reporting people for harassing her oh. on her un, mm-hmm. on her, her ironic unsafe space. Poor thing, I feel so fucking bad. <laughs> It's girl. not just her gun that's loaded. One of us. <laughs> <laughs> She's got one in the barrel, alright. Oh, oh shit. Oh Prairie god. dogging. Okay. Oh alright, okay, let sorry. me yeah. let me get this thing back on track. Alright, I'm sorry. <laughs> no, I love that. I love that. Um so, to the to the audience. So, so, in, so in honor of Black History Month. <laughs> one more, one more. Oh. She shits her. No, I. It that's dark, man. <laughs> it's that's funny. Dark. They they fucking with this chick bad. Yes, it's. Pr- <laughs> I don't even see it, and I laugh. <laughs> it's like all kind of shit. Baby, you're gonna have to stop doing this. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. <laughs> I'm sorry. No this more page comments. is the best thing I've ever found. <laughs> <laughs> I love how much you love it. There's, awesome. ramen. There's a Reddit page called Thanks Now I Hate Blank. Nice. You're, you're welcome. Thanks Now I Hate Blank. Okay. Oh, I probably love it. Oh my god. You know what? I'm going on Reddit right now and I'm adding it. Sorry, Robert Johnson. Sorry, Jimi Hendrix. Um, <laughs> n- normally when Ricky's on the show, he brings some metal recommends for us. But on this episode, we're going to highlight some... Uh, Notable, or I don't want to say they're all African American because I don't know the origin of all these these people that you have, but they're all uh, underground musicians to an extent. Um, so let's go, man. Not. Let's kick kick into this shit. Let, take us take us there. Okay, so you talked about Hendrix and who else? Oh, Robert Johnson. Just just yeah. I mean, I could go on. Do like fucking Otis Redding. I mean, to me, these are notable black right. black artists. That, Marley. Bob fucking Marley is an Fuck icon. Yeah. He's up there with Madonna and Elvis and, and the Beatles, you know, and Hendrix. Charles Bradley. Oh, we were, yeah, we were talking about Charles, Charles Bradley. Bradley. That's yeah. a success story that, I mean, you know, rest in peace, pretty much all those guys that, that we just talked about. But uh, Charles Bradley came out of nowhere several years ago and just his career took off and he was like 67 years old mm-hmm. and he had a whole band full of like. White millennials. White millennials, yeah. <laughs> That's we, what we were laughing about that. Yeah. Charles That's interesting. Presenting Charles Bradley and the White Millennials. <laughs> so uh anyway, I guess uh we still don't know what to call this segment, but we'll just go with Ricky's Metal Minute for now. Okay. Um I'm gonna start off with a punk band. Uh, a band called Death. 
a band called the Bad Brains. I know Bad Brains. Um, Bad Brains was a band in D.C. formed in 1977. They spearheaded the hardcore punk movement. They were a tremendous, tremendous influence on... <laughs> you like that little yeah. thing? Tremendous. tremendous. influence on they were, the you, punk movement. Hold on, let me, let me do this one, but I'm going to do it like Trump. Yeah, do it, do tremendous. it. Tremendous. Okay. The Bad Brains were formed in Washington, D.C., 1977, okay? They spearheaded the hardcore punk movement. It's tremendous. All Why black. Why does it sound like Cartman? A black punk band. <laughs> no, okay, I'm going to give it back to you. <laughs> I just wanted to be part of it. They, they were an all-African-American punk band. Mm-hmm. Um, they were Rastafarians. And smoke weed every day. Yes, and like I said, they're a bitch benchmark, not a bitch. A benchmark, <laughs> benchmark. Of, bitches in that band. of the hardcore punk movement, mixing punk, reggae, and lots of kick ass riffs. Technical musicianship well beyond any of their peers. And contender for my favorite punk band of all time. For real? Yeah, it's them and the Misfits. I can't pick. I was going to say, because I thought you were a huge yeah. fucking, uh, like, you I, love slept, sucking Glenn Danzig's dick. That's yeah, taking I mean, it to the limit. I'm oh. taking it to the limit one more time, because one more JR, time. JR from Bad Brains could get his dick in my mouth, too. So, <laughs> I would check out, if you haven't heard of them, they're fantastic. I would check out their self-titled album from 82, and Eye Against Eye from 96. Those are my favorite albums by them. Let me jump in real quick with this band, though. I wasn't kidding when I said a, a band, band called, called Death. Death. Yeah. Uh, <clears throat> they're an American punk band that formed in Detroit, Michigan in 1971 by the brothers Bobby and David Dennis Hackney. Wait. Oh, all three were brothers. Bobby, David, and Dennis Hackney. Nice. Uh, they started out as a funk trio until they saw The Who. And then they switched to Rock and Roll Baby. And uh, they also were inspired by Alice Cooper. I don't know much about them, but I do want to see the documentary of Band Called Death. It was produced by Scott Mosier. Okay. Kevin Smith's friend. So, Drake, Kevin Smith, Scott I've been Mosier. Meaning, I've been meaning to watch it, too, actually. Because I've seen I've seen it, like, on whatever. What? But anyway. Fuck Drake? Ricky. 50,000 on my head is disrespect. I'm upset. No. I don't know his... I don't know his it's movie. a rolling out a stopwatch. It don't ever stop. Yeah, I don't know. Sucks. He sucks for real. He does close the refrigerator door with his hip, I'm just saying. He was in a wheelchair and paralyzed <laughs> from a stupid-ass kid at school in Degrassi. Yeah, Damn. man, he overcame some obstacles, you know. To they go even from made being an wheelchair-bound... To go from being... Really? Fuck Apple. No. To go from being wheelchair-bound... I didn't know that. Lyrics. ...to being... I don't even know if he writes them, but look. Mm-mm. I'm sure it's... Yeah. I'm sorry, continue I on, didn't man. even know this about him. That's interesting. Oh, he also, another fun fact about Drake, <laughs> if, y'all are, if y'all are ready, he, uh, he doesn't play Luigi's Mansion because it's too scary. Oh, for yeah. real? It is See scary. See how much he sucks? It is scary. Luigi's Mansion. You know yeah. what? Every time you bring some re- metal recommends now, we also need to include like some of, some of these Drake facts that we don't. Okay. And you can I'm rate down. it. You can rate it by kabooms. You give it five. <laughs> <laughs> so closing the fridge with your hip. How many kabooms? Is oh, that? four. 
That's four, four, four out of five kabooms. Four out of five kabooms. And what about not being able to play Luigi? That's yet? my favorite. That's one five out of five. So far. Yeah, that's, that's five out of five kabooms. <laughs> dude, dude can't play Luigi's Mansion because it's too scary. That's that's good stuff. <laughs> Man, I gotta go check that out. Oh, we're doing the music segment. Sorry, guys. No, you good? Um, blasphemy from Vancouver slash British Columbia, Canada. Vancouver. Yeah. They uh, pioneers in the what is called war metal genre, which is pretty much the first way of saying like black and death metal mixed together. They had a very specific tempo and sound, and they're pioneers of that shit. I know. I think I know that band. Blasphemy. Yeah. yeah. They're a Canadian band. While everything was going on in Norway, they were just in Canada being black metal as fuck with a, a black guitarist. Fucking a. And uh, like Varg hated him. He he was like because he was black. Right. Literally, he was like, "Oh, that's that band that has the such and such in the band." Ooh, you mm-hmm. know. So uh, I don't really like that they have this mm-hmm. black guitar player. Right. Right. That's he was all upset, and a lot of a lot of people in the scene it's, were. It's not true. Uh, cult. Is Var like the the guy that was fucking his like band member? No. That's no. That's. <laughs> uh oh. That's. We're going to tell Sorry. another last podcast story on this podcast. Damn. People need to just go listen to last podcast, but... Oh, now I know who you're, what you're talking about. It's the fan fiction. The fan fiction. Yeah, yeah. they have fan fiction with so Vickerness and Euronymous. <laughs> Did I say you could touch yourself, Sloot? Sloot. <laughs> uh, that's my favorite part. He's like, you're Sloot. You've always been a Sloot. And he's like, he's like, oh, but master, No. <laughs> yeah, and you yeah, know, yeah. like, if Vard would hear that shit, I stroked my member because Master was not there. This but. guy we're talking about is a, a serious neo Nazi, and so, like, he would just die if he heard this shit. So it's, it's perfect. It's wow. wonderful. One day, and this is for, for the nightclub listeners, I, <sighs> I do recommend going check out the last podcast on the left. They are, they are fucking awesome. But if you don't want to, don't worry about it because we will cover Black Metal. And the Norwegian Black Circle. Yeah. Yes. Yeah, that should. is gonna happen. That's a, a hell of a topic. It's gonna... It might be... Yeah. Fucking A. But anyway, uh, that's that's a person who hates black people, or any non-white, uh, non-pagan people, actually, because he's a lunatic. Yeah, Varg Dickens. So, so we're, we're not really talking about him. We're just picking on him. Well, who we are talking about is um, guitarist Geoff Drake's also known as Caller of Storms. Mm. Yeah, that was his stage name. Jesus Christ. Um, (laughs) So Blasphemy was a very influential band early on in the uh, black metal scene. You know, going against a scene full of bigotry and ignorance. Very unwelcoming, but he stuck it through, and, you know, everyone knows him. Everyone who loves the music loves him. And, you know... No one gives a shit about the fact that they had a black member anymore. Except for Varg and people like that. Um, Over there in Norway being all butthurt. Right. Was that you taking off or something? Yes. Like in a helicopter? <laughs> He's like, so, oh, fuck this podcast. So their first, their first demo is Blood Upon the Altar in 89. Um, God damn. They have Fallen Angel of Doom in 1990. And their second full length was Gods of War in in 1993 since then they ha- they've done off and on uh, live and 
studio demos, but that's it. Uh, True cult as fuck. I would call I would call them partially active because they play like festivals now and then, but for the most part they're low key. Um, they do that for the love, because you know that they're. I mean, they might make they make some cheddar, but they're not doing that like right. for the money. Oh yeah, they're they're like like you said, they're true cult, bro. Like mm-hmm. they're not making money off of this. They just do it because they like you know they love the music, and I guess they love dressing up in the spikes and shit and looking scary. Mm-hmm. You know, hell yeah. Um, so that's blasphemy. If you haven't heard them and you think you can stomach it, check it out. It's really nasty. It's really fucking nasty. And the next band I'm going to talk about is very similar in sound. They are called Mystifier from Salvador, Brazil. Another war metal band pioneering in the the genre. um, Active in 1989. Their first demo, Tormenting the Holy Trinity. Their first full length in 92 would be Wicca. And in 93 they would release Goetia. And finally, in 96, the world is so good that he who made it does not live there. Goetia, by the way, is uh, like charming like the devil. Okay. Yeah. I didn't know that. Fun fact. I, I, when I have a spooky insight, I like to share I, it. I like it. And finally, in 2001, they released Profanus. Uh, Taken off again. <laughs> <laughs> and they were they were basically on hiatus until 2019 and I haven't got to listen to this album yet but it's called Protagony Mavri Magiki Dynestia um, I haven't got to hear it yet I've read some reviews they say it's what you expect from Mystifier at this point I just want to say that Armando, a.k.a. Beelzebub, is a riffing beast, and he's made some very colorful and hilarious remarks about what he would do... Take it easy there, colorful. (laughs) ...about what he would do if he ever met Vard. Oh, shit. Yeah. Him and his whole band have gone on record saying some really interesting things about a lot of those guys in Norway. Bertel. Oh, um, bruh, like... So, like a, a good majority do, of do it, tell per se. I'm fucking up what I'm saying. A, a good majority of it is like obviously like satire, mm. but it, it's it's pretty funny anyway. I'm not I can't quote them verbatim. So. Oh okay. Yeah. Okay. I just you know. Perhaps later. Perhaps another time. It there's like rape and cannibalism and all kind of shit involved. <laughs> in like, yeah, it's retarded. We're gonna rape Varg and eat him. I guess. Yes. That's that's kind of what they're they're hinting at, not hinting at. I wish Trump would say that about Sanders. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god! I'll probably tweet it. You're gonna fuck him to death. Huh? <laughs> if we have a debate, I'm gonna rape him and I'm going to eat him. It's gonna be the best. That's not out of the realm of possibility. Like the juggernaut on the uh, juggernaut bitch videos. Oh, I can't yeah. remember who he who he says it to. He's like, I'm gonna rape him, I'm gonna kill him, I'm gonna eat his fucking costume. It's like when it, <laughs> when he addressed the nation on like um like the that was it, the drone strike like back and forth or whatever they did. Um, what you mean when he when he blew up that general? Yeah, the whole thing. He's saying because I said so. Like after every sentence, so and so did this and this because I told them to. Um, and they, it's just like that, well, the that's whole the fuck, thing. that's the fucked up thing, though. And th- th- 
I'll, you know, I guess we're going to break. I guess we're going political. But for a second. Uh, no, it's fine. It, it, I think they figured out already we don't like the fucking guy, so. No, I don't agree with everything that he says or does. He makes me laugh. I ain't going to lie. He does make me laugh with the shit he says. He makes but... me laugh, but then it pisses me off. Yeah. Well, yeah. I don't get mad. I just, I'm just like. I'm just mad because he's so fucking dumb and look at the position he's in. That's but, exactly but, like, that's our president. He did, he was the one that gave the order to no, kill no, the No, 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 I know that. I know that. And, and, I, and I, I kind of agree with it, too. The whole speech. Fuck that guy. After every Thousands of people fucking died because of that guy. He, ha- he acknowledges himself. I'm never part of president. His balls are big, Angel. No. He's got I big ones. They do come out of his mouth. Speaking of balls. Yes. Um, my next recommendation is suffocation. Now, you can <laughs> listen. Balls. To- on balls. Five balls. <laughs> <laughs> so, <laughs> suffocate, suffocate on my balls. So this band, Suffocation, um, you can get on. You can go to basically any website that talks about metal. Mm-hmm. Read any magazine. Listen to anybody who knows anything about metal. They, and they will and they will suck Suffocation's dick. Heavy hole. Yes, they don't stop sucking that dick. But there's a reason for that. It's a different podcast. Heavy Hole Podcast. Check them out. Um, kind of heavy hole. <laughs> you go down the heavy hole. You go down Caitlin, the heavy hole. Caitlin Bennett's. Caitlin Bennett's heavy hole. That's a huge hole. <laughs> so, Suffocations from Center Reach, New York. They're way makers into death metal with eight full-length studio albums. Uh, they pretty much created the blueprint for modern death metal as we know it. With their debut effigy of the forgotten in 1991, isn't it, isn't it ironic that the genre metal <laughs> has the most metal fucking names for like their records and songs and shit? I don't. I think it's on purpose. It has to be. I think. I think people just probably spend a lot of time coming up with these names. You know? Do all their album covers look like the big tree, like the all the vines and shit with the names? You know, that she's was she's, for a long she's time. saying it like this. Mm-hmm. Yes. Oh, well, no, they're not too bad for that. That, like, that's something in there? Yeah, this says blood incantation. (laughs) It looks like a big block of neon, but I don't have glasses. I see it. It's a blood incantation shirt. I'm so happy because they don't release a lot of merch, and I managed to catch it when they did. I've been looking for, like, years. You know who else don't release any merch at all? And it pisses pisses me off. The nightclub. Oh, well, hmm. No, well, yeah. we don't, listener base, tell your friends, grow it. You can have a t-shirt. <laughs> We're going to make Kaboom shirts. we got to get that yes. Patreon dollar, bro. Uh, no, Fugazi, man. Fugazi, yeah. They don't, as principal, they don't put out I've never any seen merchandise. Any merch. They don't. Yeah. They don't allow it to be licensed or nothing. Why? Like, they don't believe in it. Why? They're punk as fuck, man. They're, they're DIY. You want punk a Fugazi shirt? Make, make one. Yeah, they're punk as fuck, man. <laughs> I don't hate them for it. I don't like the fact that I can't buy a shirt, but... Yeah. You know, we won't make you one, Ricky. I don't want to keep derailing. Fuck them. My bad. (laughs) Fuck Fugazi. And fuck ancient Egypt. (laughs) Fuck Siamese glass cats. (laughs) That's the second time we've made these jokes. I know it. Fuck. Uh, anyway. (laughs) So, uh, since then, Terrence Hobbs has become one of the most influential guitarists in the genre, whose technical playing spawned multiple subgenres such as slam, brutal technical death metal. Some would even argue deathcore. Terrence Hobbs is the virtuoso responsible for all of this. 
Many suffocation clones have tried, but none have come close to improving on this benchmark sound from the titan of death metal, thanks in part to Terrence Hobbs. I suggest Pierce From Within, 1995, and Pinnacle of Bedlam, 2013. That, and even that, like, recent of a release, you don't even say fuck going back all the way to the classic shit, like, no. they're still kicking ass like still that. Still kicking ass, and they've got an album after this, too. Now we're gonna talk about something that's not as metal, uh, Death Grips. Fucking hell yeah. Formed in 2010 in Sacramento, California. I'm gonna show the ladies the, uh, the album cover for... Deep. Yes, do that, No Love Deep Web. Yeah. Super experimental hip-hop with traces of punk, dance, industrial, and many other subgenres. Numerous full lengths and other material to check out. I'm not even going to get into all of it. I would just suggest Money Store and No Love Deep Web, both released in 2012. MC Ride is a complete madman and the perfect voice for being one of the most nihilistic groups I've ever heard to date. All right. That's the drummer's dick. Yeah. And he wrote the album title on it and took a they 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 shit on their label with that album. It wasn't supposed to be released when it was, and they basically released it early and put that as the album title on 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 the internet just to piss the label off. Yeah, like punk as fuck. Yeah, punk as fuck. Anyway, they did. They did that. They did that. It's like behold my cock, and it's the white. It's the the drummer's white. Right. Right. Penis. Yeah, yeah. The 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 singer. Uh, the singer. MC yeah, Ride, the Madman mentioned prior, is uh, a is the African American. Mm-hmm. And he's black folk. And he's fucking intense. He's got he's got a Necronomicon gate tattoo on his chest, and that's like the coolest thing ever. Yeah. Next, I have Demogorath Satanum from Soweto, South Africa. Satanum. All black. Black metal band formed in 2009 and still active. That's double the black. Double black. Raw, unforgiving black metal sound. Uh, very much in vain with your classics. The guitar just rips the soundscape up like a chainsaw with killer riffs, and the drums are pummeling and relentless. Flesh Viaticum to a Dying God in 2010 is really good. But I would also check out True Black in 2012. And becoming in 2018. Damn! So they and they have an album called True Black. Yes. So it's triple black. It's trip, triple black. Fuck. Yeah, man. Sorry. Yeah. And from Soweto, so that's really cool. I don't know where that is. It's um, I forget what they call it. Like during apartheid, mm-hmm. where they made all the black people like move to these towns. It's it's one of those towns. Mm. And since then, it's not you know apartheid is yeah. done with. Huh. But you know. A lot of people stayed in those towns. It's one of those, one of those uh, slum cities, pretty much. A little shanty town in right. South Africa. Well, it's well, it's huge, but yeah, like like those. And it's more developed than it was during apartheid. Obviously, yeah. you know, they're not living underneath fucking tin and sheets and shit. Right, right. But yeah, they've got a great sound, and they're starting to make waves. I actually discovered them very recently. Mm. Uh, last but not least, I have Zeal and Ardor, a Swiss American band. Writer named Manuel Gagnou. And if we don't pronounce any of the fucking names right, come on. Yeah. Yeah. He's he's a fantastic guy. He mixes, like, African slave gospel, like that slave spiritual, with death and black metal. What? Yeah. Your coffee pot's possessed. Yeah, my, my coffee pot is pissed, by the way. 
Oh, I'm sorry it? I made it angry. No, you. Well, maybe I might have made it you happy. Is that coffee extra black? I did make it pretty dark. I'm not gonna lie. Yeah. Black as fuck. Black fucking coffee. <laughs> um, <laughs> black history episode. <laughs> Talking about black metal by black people. Black. Anyway. Black coffee. <laughs> so, so zeal and order is pretty badass. It's definitely different. Uh, like I said, slave, African slave spiritual music mixed with death metal and black metal. What the fuck? Um, I'm not going to get into the story of how he came up with this idea, but it's documented on the internet. You should look it up and read it if you're interested. It's a funny story of basically someone making a success story out of some dumb fuck internet troll trying to be a troll. He's got two full lengths, Devil is Fine in 2016 and Stranger Fruit in 2018. Check him out. Check them all out. And if you don't like them, then that's cool. I'm most interested in the Triple Black. What was the name of that band? Demogorath Satanum. That name is fucking awesome as hell. Yes. I've heard Suffocation. I know Death Grips. I know Bad Brains. So yeah, I need to check that one out. Need to check out Blasphemy and Mystifier. Blasphemy, I'm I'm pretty sure I've heard before, but I, yeah. yeah, I do need to. Fallen go back. Angel of Doom appears on a lot of like, it it shows up everywhere. Mm-hmm. You know, it's got like this goat headed dude shooting like a, a bow and arrow. <laughs> yeah. So that's been Ricky's, uh, well, quote unquote metal metal minute, minute until I come up with a better name for it. Yeah, because <laughs> metal minute don't really work here. I think I think that was more like a dissertation. Metal, metal, the dissert- metal half hour. A death metal dissertation. But please, but we talk about other stuff too, so that doesn't work either. No, 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 it doesn't matter. Fuck it. We can call it that though. I, I like that. Some, we'll come I up with some something. More black coffee. Oh. The blackest of the black coffee. Well, you'll have to share with me then. Aww. Oh, with that's the so dark, sweet. dark chocolate cream. <laughs> oh. Shut up. <laughs> <laughs> oh, edit. Edit. <laughs> Gonna edit it. It's fine. Oh my god! You can, ne- you can never do live shit. I was gonna edit nope, it, but not with me. Oh! <laughs> you were gonna what? I was gonna edit it, but I might leave it in now. No, 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 no. No, I'm not gonna leave it. Oh my god! Please don't. Oh my god! I don't know where fucking anything. Just is fucking leave it. No. So, hold on. The ant's gonna eat your feet like they ate that girl's face on Hereditary. <laughs> oh my god! Yeah. So that was Ricky's Metal Minute. Um, check out those bands if you're interested, and if you're not interested, then I'm fine with that too. I love you anyway. Mm, I went the wrong way. Nicer than us, Ricky. Yeah. I'm if you nice... don't like it, then fuck you. I'm a... <laughs> yeah, that's what I said. And cats. Oh. And ancient Egypt. If you don't chew big red, then, then fuck, fuck you. you. They're on a whole. They're, they're on another thing. They don't really mean cats, actual cats. Yeah. They, and so no. he says, although, says something, it's like prune candy. Although one of Mystifier's songs. What the fuck are you talking about? On freaking on Talladega Nights. Nights. Yeah. And he's oh like God. speaking, oh, I show why. He's like prune candy. Yeah. I don't remember that. He's, he's, it's, it's hilarious. It's one of my favorite parts. <laughs> I'm going to have fun editing this one. Yeah. That's all I'm going to say. Because uh, I want to keep the laugh in and the fact that I spilled coffee everywhere. 
But I also need to work around the... You want to be real real careful with that. I don't know what the hell is going to happen. Uh, let's let's go ahead and I'm going to tie this back in, get us going again. Uh, what we're going to do tonight is cover the nightclub. Uh, but what we're going to do tonight is a midnight... What we're going to do tonight is perform a midnight ritual. Shut up, Billy. <laughs> of Get Out. And uh, I'm leaving that shit in now. Yes. And um, He did bleh. The first time, like, <laughs> like vomit. <laughs> we're going to vomit all over the fucking listeners. Uh, we're going to do Get Out tonight. And the next time we commune, we're going to go ahead and jump back to the beginning. We're going to do the second film by Robert Eggers, The Lighthouse. So look forward to that the next time. Not happy with that one. So... Whoa, whoa, hey, whoa, calm, what? calm, calm your tits, give it another My chance. My tits are completely calm, <laughs> <laughs> completely calm. Just, just give it another <laughs> chance, well, cool, cool them off then. Are they cool? And give them another, no, 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 I see they're red hot over there, you were mad earlier. Oh yeah, I was pissed, I was like, I can't believe I missed out on napping over seeing this shit. Man, Damn. it's not like this, like it's not that, it's, it's great actually, so... She's just, she's gonna, she's gonna watch it again. But before we begin, I want you to join us. Join us. Subscribe on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, which we are now on, uh, Stitcher, Radio Public, iHeartRadio, Podcast Republic. I mean, goddamn, what podcatcher are we not on? Um, you can find us at Facebook at the Night Club Podcast. Spotify. Well, Catch said, all the pods. Well, I said Spotify. Um, we're on Instagram at the nightclub podcast and you can reach out and touch pure evil using our email, the nightclub at gmail.com. Come on, talk to us. We just did a bunch of fucking, I've been doing reviews. We did a review on, uh, hereditary. What are y'all's thoughts? Hmm? Hmm? And, uh, when you're subscribing, go ahead and leave a five pointed printing, a five pointed pentagram rating and write up a review. So let's begin the ritual. Bastards! Why are you torturing me like this? Why? I had a hard time not clicking my hat together for some reason. Like you always got to move. I'm, I'm You're just fidgety. on the move, Ricky. I'm fidgety, like you got the fidgets. The yeah. one, the, the the one, like I can I can handle like when when you're scratching the couch. I'm listening to everything. I'm listening to everything everyone's He's doing. doing but, but yeah, and but <laughs> the one thing I can't do anything about because you're talking while you're doing it is you're slapping your leg, and I'm like. <laughs> And you're right here by the mic, so I know it's gonna be jumping. I didn't even know about that one. 
<laughs> I didn't even know and the taps on the floor. The taps on the floor aren't, aren't as bad as the. It's just because he's over here. And last but not least, <laughs> I'm like, whoo, shit. Um, <laughs> it's the best. It is. It is the best. I'm sorry, y'all. No, no it's no, the I'm, best. I love it. If, I'm a fidgety fucker, If people man. don't like hearing it, then they don't have to listen to the shit. No, don't say that. No, that's please how. Li- it, please listen. P- please, please be my girlfriend, bro. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> Get Out is a 2017 American horror film written and directed by Jordan Peele. Jordan Peele came from Key and Peele. Anyone who's a fan of Comedy Central and sketch comedy knows who this guy is. And I heard him talk to Chris Hardwick on the, well, back when it was called Nerdist, the Nerdist podcast. Now it's ID10T. Idiot. Um, Jordan Peele was, was talking with Hardwick and he, they, they got on the subject of uh, Peele making a film. This is before Get Out was ever a thing. And he starts dropping horror knowledge. And I'm sitting there listening like, well, he knows some stuff. Oh, wait. Oh. Oh, he's a student of horror and of film. And their sketch, their sketches always were very uh, referential to movies and, and cinema. But the fact that he is a devotee of the horror genre, and he, he has said in his own words, he will remain so. He's only going to make horror films. I'm like, fucking age because I think he's one of the best. Um... This Liam was his Neeson's first. Hmm? Liam Neeson's. The Liam Neeson's. Oh yeah, yeah. <laughs> that those skin. Liam you fuck with the Timmy Allen. Neeson's daughter. Liam Neeson's. I don't remember that part. It's uh, him and Liam him and Peel play these uh, valets that are standing outside this building. Their valets are their doormen, and they just always go off about movies. And the every skit gets progressively more insane to the point to where they finally like launch off into space or. Or blow up, or, or yeah. I it, never watched many of theirs. I just remember the one in church. I remember the church one, the Key and Peele. One. I don't know that one, but uh, this film. I, sto- like, mm. I like the one where it's like a zombie apocalypse, and I'm trying to remember who's in it with them. Anyway, the person who's in the person who's in it with them uh, ends up dying, and uh, <laughs> they're kind of like by themselves, and like this little zombie girl is like walking towards them. And right, and they're like cringing, like oh no! And right before she gets to him, the mom zombie kind of like, it's like, and like, and like shoes her away. <laughs> and so like all the zombies are white, and none of them want anything to do with them. Oh, so they're like, this is some bullshit. <laughs> this is some bullshit. Racist ass fucking zombies, man. <laughs> it's it's my favorite. Like all the zombies are white and racist, and don't want to bite them. <laughs> racist zombies. <laughs> Like you have no brain, but you're so fucking hate. Like your hatred is so strong for black people that even as a mindless fucking killer, you're just like "Mm." you're not worried about if your kid's gonna bite a black person. No, No, you don't want to turn black. You're already a zombie, right? (laughs) It's my favorite Key and Peele skit. This film was produced by uh, Blumhouse, Jason Blum. So that's The Conjuring, that's Insidious, all that. You know, I like most of their stuff. Yeah, I I will give them uh, credit. Uh, I uh, yeah, I, pretty I, solid. Probably like four out of five kabooms. You know, <laughs> uh, I would give overall the entire Blumhouse run. And this is I don't want to go off too much on this. I'd probably give them a solid three out of five. Or kabooms. if we're kabooms, yeah, kabooms. Uh, I'm really looking forward to the next Conjuring movie, which Angel hates the fucking. Hold on, don't say a word. Ooh. Why? Just I'm gonna ask a question. I don't want you to say nothing. Does this title sound cool for a horror film? 
Conjuring 3, The Devil Made Me Do It. I don't know. Fuck the both of you guys. Look their fucking faces. Exactly. I'm the only one me. here that's fucking all about this it's shit. It's like you could have tried a little bit fucking harder. That's, that's, tr- that's. It sounds like it's going to be terrible. It's, it sounds like. I could see. The I Devil could Made see Me from Do like, It. Kind of like how we talked about, like, how, and I'm, I'm jumping ahead on accident here, but how we talked about how Get Out is almost like a B-movie concept, mm-hmm. like, almost ironically, mm-hmm. but it's 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 deeper than that. Shit, shit. Like, I could, see, I could see it from that standpoint, like, mm-hmm. the devil made me do it. Like, it sounds B-movie-ish and cheesy-ish yes. in a sense. Yes. But if if you come with it... And they will. Then it's... I think, but the Conjuring, the, the last two movies were not like that at all. So why are they going to do that now? Another solid point. No. Like, that's I disagree. Not... It's not a solid point. Yeah, what? it is. No. Well, Why just in relation they? to the previous two movies, you know. Yeah, I mean, there's there's it, no like comic relief in those movies. There's no like it's. Well, not... no one is saying that the movie is going to be a no. cheesy, a cheesy. No. But like, okay. The no, ha- but they shouldn't even. Like the Hammer horror films had like the Satanic Rites of Dracula or the the old classic I Spit on Your Grave. It's just like some of these horror films had these titles that were more like a statement. It's almost a throwback to seventies and even beyond. 50s to 70s horror films it, it, it shows um it's paying homage to to horror of the past so and to I, me it, and it, i get that it gets my fucking hard dick hard man i don't know oh i don't like it, it gets uh, my dick real limp <laughs> your, your, tit, your, tit, pr- your tits are so hot now deflated <laughs> i don't particularly like it Damn. but i get it i get I it i thought you I, of all people I would be like it. fuck yeah <laughs> all right because blood on the altar and shit, the <laughs> devil made me do it. Right? He's so mad about it, he's slapping his hat on his leg like, no. You look like <laughs> you look like Diddy Kong over there when you lose a fucking game. <laughs> slapping everything. That's what he would do, right? Yeah. Uh, starring, starring Daniel, we're never gonna get through this. Starring Daniel Kaluuya. Allison Williams. I'd take. I'd like to take a moment to apologize to the audience. Lil Ray Howery. <laughs> Bradley Whitford, Caleb Landry Jones, that's the guy that's fucking obsessed with fighting. Uh, yeah, that guy was fucking here. Steven Root, who plays a a, a blind art dealer. <laughs> yeah, he was great. He's like, don't think the iron is not lost on me. <laughs> I kept waiting for him to get his steak. Wait, no, that's not him. Never mind. Whoa. Never mind. Uh, he's the guy that voices Bill Dotrieve in King of the Hill, by the way. Really? Yeah. Oh, I hear it now. Now that you mention that's, it. Yeah, and he was... Wow. He was, wasn't he also a blind guy in Oh Brother Where Art Thou? The blind radio dude? Yes, he was. Yeah. yeah. That's a trend. That's he cool. He's playing blind guys. I don't know. All right. That's an awesome, that's my favorite movie. And one of the best characters in the film, in my opinion, uh, played by uh, Kathleen Kenner. Or Kath- Catherine Kenner. Sorry. She, she's the mom. The, the, she's oh, she's the milk. She's yeah. the, 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 the yeah. tea-stirring yes. mother. Scary. Yeah. This film had a budget of. Hold on, who wants to take a guess? Not you, because you're no, probably looking. No, I'm, I can't see that anyway. Oh, I'm blind like angel. About three fifty. Three fifty. Three fifty. Three dollars and fifty cents, or three hundred fifty million. What are you saying? Three fifty. No. Okay. <laughs> um, I don't. I don't know. I don't Fit, even know where to ballpark this shit because I don't know. Fifty cent in a tree. tree what? Fit, tree fifty. Fifty cent in a tree. Yeah. <laughs> Okay, wait. I'm oh man, that could come off mm. real racist. <laughs> oh shit! 
It wasn't before you said oh, that. Oh, God damn it. Yeah, why you bring it. that full circle? I like um, it. No, leave, leave it in. I, I, leave it in. I like I'm it. leaving it in. I like um, it. <laughs> I don't know. Billy's over there like, what Billy. did I get myself into? <laughs> you saw Get Out, right? What do you think the budget for that film was? I'm terrible 20, at stuff like 20 that. million. I mean, you want me to just throw a bone out there? I want you That's to. My I, bone. I, I want you bone. to like you know, just based on the way it looks and and the setting and everything I don't know else. What it goes without with. having anything to compare it to. There's only really two I'd say, houses, so it's not a big set. It's not a big thing. No. Oh, uh, see, I don't even know. Ten million, fifteen million. You're close. You're the closest. Eighteen point two million dollars. Four point five million dollars was the budget. That's perfect. Really? Four? Wow. Four four point five million. Wow. Guess how much it made. Oh, a fuck of a lot, lot more than that. A lot. Sixty, you said? hundred and sixty. hundred sixty? Eighty. hundred eighty? Hold up, hold up, hold up. Sixty million and one. <laughs> this is not fucking prices, right? <laughs> you don't win no dollars. fucking shit. <laughs> one billion dollars. I just wanted to bring it to prices right real quick. On one dollar. On a budget of, of four and a half million, get out gross two hundred and fifty five million dollars. I mean that I'm rich, bitch. That's, oh yeah. That's why Jordan Peele got a blank check for us and he was able to do whatever the fuck he wanted with that with that yeah. story. Because just like get out. Did you see us yet? No, I didn't see Have us. you seen us? Yeah. It it isn't the it, I'm I'm not gonna say anything about the story itself, but isn't the story you would say like, wow, that's really like B movie. It's like it's like it's creative. It's creative, but it's also you would see this in an old sci-fi film or something like. It doesn't seem like a mainstream. You're talking about us, yeah. Yes. The general concept, yes. Yeah, I agree. Yeah, it, yeah, yeah. The doppelganger thing, mm-hmm. but but well, and but it goes deeper, right? I'm sure so, it does. Yeah. But... but just like just like in Get Out, so the, the the premise of Get Out, and we're gonna get into it scene by scene here in a second. The premise is of uh, this this couple, interracial couple. Or going to go spend the the weekend at the the girl's house. She's white. Her parents are liberals. The boys, the boyfriend is black. Uh, when he goes there, don't call him boy. What the boyfriend? Yeah, don't call him boy. Oh, I'm not gonna call him boy. I'm sorry, y'all. <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm gonna stop now. <laughs> Fuck. I'm looking like an asshole <laughs> on the internet now. <laughs> Fuck it. Oh, you and everyone else, right? Um, if they don't, if if they don't know that I'm not a dirtbag by. My recommendations been You remember fucking, when we shot yeah. that all black wedding and we were called, they called you a white boy. Yeah, they did. Oh, for real? <laughs> <laughs> they called me white girl and they made me go to the end of the line to get my food. You sound indignant wow. about it though. You might want to temper yourself. <laughs> cool your tits. Cool oh, them. I'm not saying, you don't have to keep this shit just, in there. Just blow on them a little bit. No. <laughs> blow on like, the I didn't care. Like, I was hired. Hired to be fucking bitch up in here. (laughs) (laughs) One lady was really upset, and I was like, "All right, for real, yeah." Damn. Oh well, because you were white. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I'm cutting that. Oh well, shit. That's fucked up. They're getting us back. Fuck it. (laughs) (laughs) All right, white boy. So, so they're going to go to the the liberal white parents' house, and he's concerned, like, "Oh shit, do they know I'm black?" And she's like, "Does it matter?" But that's all playing into it. So, all right, you. Yeah. What notes do you have for this? Oh fuck! Now you're gonna put me on the spot after all this. On the spot? Yeah, man. What you mean? I have I have notes. Yeah. Two notes. That's Two all right. notes. Two well, notes. When, whenever they whenever they are relevant, whenever okay. they're relevant, yeah, just yeah. go ahead and yeah. bring them in. Sure. All right, I'll get us going. Black photographer Chris Washington. <laughs> okay. Black photographer Quit. This always happens. Yeah. 
How now, Brown Cow? How now, Brown? The, the, the human torch, torch was denied a bank, bank loan. Today. That's what I'm trying to get with. <laughs> Photographer Chris Washington is apprehensive as he prepares to meet the family of his white girlfriend, Rose Armitage. Later at the Armitage house in rural upstate New York, Rose's brother Jeremy and their parents, neurosurgeon Dean and hypnotherapist Missy, make disconcerting comments about black people. Chris witnesses strange behavior from the estate's black housekeeper, Georgina, and the groundskeeper, Walter. So in this first little little scene here, and this is this is actually a few scenes all chopped into one. I kind of yeah. Yeah, Wikipedia did not do a good job on on, on this, but I kind of. Uh, it's not Wikipedia's fault. Right. It's it's, it's 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 your fault. You didn't watch the fucking movie or take any notes. He Damn. took some notes, and at I least took two notes. <laughs> at least I watched some some videos. So the black housekeepers, I forgot about them. Mm-hmm. They make that movie so much better because they're in it. Yeah, they're yeah. creepy as fuck. They are creepy as fuck. Um, and what's happening to them is creepy. Scary as fuck. Yeah. Truly terrifying. Yes. But we'll get into that. I'm going to back it we up. We talked about that on the phone, like like how t- terrifying that is to me, yeah. that, that concept. Yeah. It's like, please just fucking kill me. Why can't you just fucking kill me instead? Mm-hmm. Like, yeah, but, uh, yeah. Anyway, um, we actually, I actually have a note relevant to this part of the movie. On their way... Well, let, I'm, let me back it up and then get to that part. Back that thing up. Well. So, so at the beginning of the film, they're in their, their apartment, and they're talking about going and visiting... Uh, you're all right. They're, going, they're talking about going and visiting her parents, and that's when he's like, do they know I'm black? And she's like, does it matter? And you could tell he, he's a little apprehensive. Well, Wikipedia he, said that, so... He's concerned. Yeah, he's like, well, you know... Mm. He, 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 it's he probably ex- something you should bring up because not everyone is cool with it. Right. Unfortunately. It's, 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 right. It's, I it's, mean, this is peel, peeling away at, at, at the, uh, the farce that is, you know, white culture in America or, or, or at least people who think that racism is completely gone or that black people don't still have th- th- this, this stigma. Yeah. I mean, yeah. at least, at least in their own minds, and, and especially for interracial couples. Oh yeah, you know, and and I'm gonna go a step further and say, especially for white women mm-hmm. with black men, mm-hmm. there's still a, a large stigma. They used know? to make fucking movies where the white woman. This is back in the day, black and white films. The white woman would get captured by the black tribesmen or the black slaves, and this is right. white guys in blackface. Okay. Right. Wow. With, yeah. So, and they would always make them out like they're animals and this, that, and the other. I mean, right. this, this this shit is deep in the like in the culture subconscious. Don't smoke weed. Weed should be illegal because it makes black men crazy violent and and rape white women. And because and shit. of what this movie, you know, well, I mean, crazy was stuff. is why they made so much money too, because everyone went to see it because of what it was. Contra- wow. Controversial. Yeah. 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 Right. 
Yeah, which is I mean, really smart. It held 100% on uh, Rotten Tomatoes for a long time. I think oh, it's, it's like 98. I watched that movie probably four times. That movie's great. Yeah. It's one of my favorites because well, it's different. Well, on the way there... It's very different. On, on the way to the parents' house, they, they hit a deer. They hit a deer and they pull over and call the police. And the cop asked to see Chris's driver's license. Mm-hmm. And he's like, oh shit, but he's going to do it. And she's like, no, that's bullshit. And he's like, in any event of an accident, quit slapping the couch, Ricky. <laughs> I get to ask for anyone involved's license. And he's like, see, just let me get in. And she's like, no, that's bullshit. She starts, she starts acting like, I don't know, like his protector almost. Right, she's like, no. Nah. <laughs> she's like advocating for him. Just, yeah, right. Know. White protector, the white knight over here. Right, right. And, and him, he's playing it up. He's kind of like... Mm. He's like, whatever. It's yeah. no he's big like, deal. This is standard procedure. Let me just give him a fucking right. license. It's not a big deal. Yeah. I'm good. And she's doing the whole white knight thing, like you said. And so the cop gets a call and decides he ain't got time for this bullshit anyway. And he shoots out. Um, because of what you find out later on in the movie. Mm-hmm. Uh, should I just say it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, um... If you have not watched Get Out, I mean, you know what the deal is with a midnight ritual. Don't don't listen any further. Um, so she's pr- kind of just protecting her own interest because she doesn't want there to be <clears throat> any loose ends once he fucking disappears. Uh huh. You know. Um, and it it I I in no way shape or form saw that fucking coming. Me either. I did not see that coming at that point. For a while. For a long time, I did. Yeah, and I was like, oh, this this dirty bitch. I thought for a while she was going to be the one that broke away from, excuse me, that broke away from her family. Right. And would find all this out too and freak out with him. But that's that scene where he's like, give me the keys. And she's like, I can't do it. I can't. All right. You know I can't do it. We're going to get there. Anyway. Yeah. So it it just, this being my second time watching it, I, I just. That caught my attention. I was like, holy shit. She's just protecting her own interests. And and looking like the good guy while she's doing it. She's smart. Mm-hmm. And it was smart of them, the writers, to uh, put that in there. Jordan Peele, bro. Peele. He, did he write, the, write everything, puzzle. too? Let's see. Because whoever wrote that was, you know, on some real foresight shit. Yeah, he wrote it. Yeah. Just, nice. just Very him. smart. Very good. Um, I have found myself impressed by that. And I mean, that's in the first ten fucking minutes of the movie, you know, and I'm yeah. like, already I'm impressed on my second watch, you know. Some of those disconcerting comments, too, by the way, have something to do with it. On the way there, he's trying to smoke, too, if I remember correctly. Right, and they yeah. nobody wants him to fucking smoke, but we find out why. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but um, yeah. The, the, she tells him, like, oh, my parents, the, my dad's so liberal, he would have voted for Obama a third time, which... Her dad later has to, re, like, not reiterate, because he don't know that she already told Chris that, that Rose told Chris, but her he dad, says it to he him. says it to him again, like, best president in my lifetime. And uh, he talks about his dad, um, his dad losing... In the Olympics. Yeah. yeah losing to... Uh, a black guy. That guy, yeah. The one who beat all those German dudes while Hitler was at the Olympics. God <laughs> <laughs> damn. And when they walk in the kitchen... And that's the first time you see Georgina. Mm-hmm. He's saying like, uh, uh, "We we modeled this kitchen to respect my mom or something like that." And at that very moment, you see Georgina in there, 
who is Georgina. Right. So we'll 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 get to it. I mean, did you were you asking? You no. want me to tell you, or you already know? No, we all know. Um, I'm just being stupid. Later that night, <laughs> I won't forget. Later that night, uh, Chris is unable to sleep, so he sneaks out for a cigarette. Bad Chris. Yeah, and at, at, at this moment, that's when the groundskeeper, Walter, just comes fucking... Fucking flying at him. Bolting out of the darkness, man. <laughs> just to, to, to beating feet. Yeah, I was kind of, I was like, whoa, all right. It really is like, you get tense with Chris at that moment. Like, what the fuck is this dude doing? But yeah. he, he just runs the on past. The way his shot is, is, is intense. Yeah. Because yeah, he's just mining his own, and it's suddenly pop, 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 pop. What the so, fuck is that? <laughs> Oh, wild and it's man this running dude. through the goddamn yard. Goddamn. It's this dude huffing, bro, straight at you. Chris goes back inside, and uh, Missy is sitting there, the, the, the matriarch of the Armitage family. She, she actually does the whole wait till you walk by to turn the light on thing. <laughs> she does that shit. Yeah, she's like, <laughs> what's she say? She's like, uh, smoking's a bad habit or something like that. She's like, uh... Shit, I can't remember. Yeah. But she does, I mean, she mentioned perfect smoking. perfect opportunity. It yeah. is, because at this point, she she gets him involved in her hypnotherapy, and yeah. she puts him in a trance. And uh, he, You can tell he don't want to do that shit from the beginning. He's like, nah, it's some white people voodoo. Well, while she's talking, she's <laughs> stirring her teacup, and it's making that sound. And he's lulled into the trance, and he starts to express guilt over his mother's hit-and-run death when he was younger. When he was a kid, his mom had uh, got hit by a car, and instead of ever calling, he was at home alone to call to check on where she was or call for any kind of help because she was really late. She died because he failed to act. And he's a kid. He's watching TV, you know. I mean, right. But any person would beat themselves up over something like that. Um, and any, and that could happen to any kid, you know. You, yeah. don't, you just don't think that way when you're a child. No. I wonder why mom's late, you know. There must be a reason. And then I think she taps... The cup, right? Right. And yeah. that's when all hell breaks well, loose. Well, she says... Isn't she weakened? Like, she, she weakened his can't. mind where he was vulnerable. And then... She tells him, you can't move. And yeah. he's like, I can't move. And he starts crying. Why can't I move? Yeah. And she's like, you're paralyzed. And he's like, what? And then she's like, yeah. I'll sink into the floor. Mm-hmm. And that's, <laughs> that's, that's the shit. fucking craziest... That, yeah... That shit sinking to the floor is the, to me the scariest when moment. When that happened, when we watched that, I was like, my jaw like. Yeah. <laughs> you see, Jesus Christ. <laughs> you see Chris drop through the chair, and he falls into a void. Is the best way I could describe yeah. it. I it's mean, like it's just yeah, a black. It's almost void. like space, but it's like he's floating in almost like the ocean. It's almost like he's drowning. Yeah, because he's, he's trying to yeah. make way, but he's just not getting anywhere. His efforts are fucking futile, and... He can't even make noise anymore. She, the image through his through his eyes, is yeah. slowly getting further he's and further away. He's further and further from his own consciousness. Right. And she calls this the sunken place. And the sunken yeah. place scares the shit out of me. <laughs> it's scared, the sunken place scares the shit out of me as well. And the shit that comes out of the sunken place is Caitlin Bennett's Trump shit that comes out of her ass. I'm sorry, I'm trying to talk all <laughs> <laughs> The next morning, Chris assumes that the encounter was a dream, but cigarettes now repulse him. Georgina unplugs his phone, quote-unquote, accidentally, 
draining its battery. So, so the, the, the help is up to some shenanigans. The hypnotherapy worked, so Chris doesn't want to smoke now. And, and I think that kind of that kind of puts him off guard a little bit too. You know, the fact that like, oh well shit, she whatever she did works, so maybe it's not as bad as I'm remembering it or you know. Mm-hmm. It, it kinda like he's off guard because of that. Because of the fact that whatever happened worked. Yeah, but then shit immediately gets weird again. Yes, it does. Because n- n- a, a cavalcade of old, rich, white people all show up, and they're all in suits, and they're all hanging out at the Armitage's house. Uh, it's an annual get-together, they call it. And all of these guests are expressing admiration for Chris's physique and his... Uh, oh, he's handsome, isn't he? They, they're, like, feeling on his muscles. And right. One, one of the guys is, being like... Really I just thought weird. they were being really awkward, weird-ass white people. Like That's what I thought at first, too. I was like, too. oh, some stupid-ass white people asking stupid-ass shit. Right. Which, that in and of itself, and that's what the movie is also pointing out, despite what the plot is going to do, that's still Peel writing, writing in... Yes. This is subtle racism, yeah. even though you're trying... Because one guy is even like, Tiger Woods, the best I ever saw right. play golf. How's right. your golf form? Oh, he, Lord. He, right. He, he, it's like, okay, let's forget the plot of the film. You could see someone who's probably really not racist in their heart overcompensating. Right. Trying, trying to be... Yeah, yeah. like, yeah. I'm totally not Friendly. racist. Yeah. And that comes off as fucking racist. There right. really are people like that. Yeah. I've probably done that before. I mean, I'm, mm-hmm. like, to be honest, I've probably tried to be like, no, no, I'm like, and and this is I'm cool. Like, just don't. And, and yeah, just you shouldn't. Just just do you. Uh, you know, yeah. just be yourself. People, I think everyone that you meet, regardless of who they are, respects you know sincerity. Exactly. Yes. I think everyone can see spot sincerity, and everyone can spot bullshit. And so I just try to live sincere with people, unless I have a perfectly good reason to lie to somebody, but. <laughs> get, I mean, we're, that, that's 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 different, though. If yeah, I've got yeah, a good know, reason, then I've got a good reason. A good exa- don't give a shit a, about it. But. A good example is my mom thinking she's cute and funny, going to a restaurant of a different like nationality, like say um, the Mexican restaurant. Right. She tries to speak Spanish. Oh God. Or. She will go to I've the, seen this, by the, the way. Chinese buffet, which my dad almost walked out because he was so embarrassed. Oh Don't. Um, <laughs> she, no, I mean, it's it, it's fucked up. Like, But the thing is, like, some people don't think it's fucked up. They think it's funny and cute. But to these people, like, it's like, wow, you are a shitbag. Right. But, yeah. Fuck so you. The lady said, can I take your plate? She has the Asian accent going on. And my dad did not hear her. So he said, what? She looks, my mom looks at my dad and she says, she asks, may I take your plate? Oh, <laughs> oh no. I would fucking leave. I, I would probably. I would fucking leave until my dad, I was fucking My leave. dad just shook his head. like. Wait till I tell y'all about my stepkid's father. Well, my dad oh, acts he's a winner like, too. my dad talks oh my god i don't even know how to say this i don't even my know dad, if i should say it my dad talks <laughs> like trouble? he's mentally handicapped uh-huh. at the restaurants what uh, uh, i'm telling i can't even do it and then oh, he makes me wow. want to crawl like curl up and die <laughs> like it's just ridiculous like crumple into yourself and shit just, oh god my stepkids uh-huh. don't like going eat 
with their dad and his girlfriend mm -hmm. because apparently their dad, when he goes to the Mexican restaurants, he, he like fakes trying to talk Spanish. Oh, He's my just God. like, El Bayo, Jimmy Changa. That's my mom. <laughs> no! <laughs> and they all just kind of do this. It's like I because he's always I don't like he's that. always oh, you know, and he's just acting drink, stupid. He's acting like that, and I just look at the waitresses, and I'm like, we live in Louisiana, guys. Yeah, Sorry. we live in Louisiana, y'all. Like, just so y'all know, there's the shit. Dude. Just forgive the shit. Forgive, forgive the, the shit. Okay. Except for the, the spaghetti dumb. hair, the ramen noodle hair shit. Don't forgive Don't that forget. one. Don't forgive that. I have an update. Um, oh, okay. Everyone remember. I have an update, which is very interesting to me because I just got fact checked on this. So an admin declined my pending post. And I said, can someone show me the original classic Caitlyn shit her pants image? And it was declined because group rules were violated. And I violated this rule. Don't be like Caitlyn. Do not shit your pants. <laughs> what? That was... How did you... what, what the fuck? How did you shit your pants? And additional notes from the admin. That's a fake. Someone photoshopped a big log of shit on her oh. ass. Oh. When she was passed out on the floor. Oh. Oh, the well, plot thickens. Good. Wait a minute. So they so, just fabricated the shitting of the pants. Yes. And now so it's it was everywhere. A, it so was, she'll never shit her pants to begin with. It was a false flag. <laughs> and we, it was a false flag. <laughs> and, we, and we've and we been fucking running with it. George though. Bush motherfucking. George Sorry, Bush. Caitlin Bennett. We know you, sh you shit your pants, but you really didn't. Yeah. She probably did. Now we're not sure. She, if you I really know what? She, she would have. You know she still what? got some ramen noodle hair. She so. still has ramen noodle hair. And she will always still. shit her pants. She shit her pants. Eyes. Exactly. I, I'm going to my grave. She will always be a pants shitter. I choose to believe. Yeah. She's shitting the pants. She's shitting the bed every day. She's supporting <laughs> Trump. Anyway. Oh. Okay. Man. So the blind. I, yeah. I, I, I shit my pants before while I was sick. It was not a fun experience. <laughs> you had eaten kaboom. No. 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 It was later. This is a different. I yeah. was I was I was sick one time too, and I threw up and shit myself at the same time. Oh, that's horrible! Oh my I would have I would have I would have done yeah. that, but I made it to the I, I made it sit on the toilet. And my shit butt in the made bucket. it to the toilet I in mean, time. Whoa! Time, yeah. My butt made it to the toilet in time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I couldn't reach the trash can in time, so I threw up all over like was my legs over. and my pants <laughs> and the floor. That sucks. I didn't you think that was better than shitting. On yourself though, yeah. I didn't make yeah. it. I didn't make too. it. Definitely, I, uh, I didn't make it anywhere. Babe, hey, I was just laying on the floor. Last shit. time I shit yourself. Last time I shit my pants, I was at work. So, I was. I was. Know, that sucks. I was. Yeah. I was a teenager and I was really sick, and I was heading to the bathroom because I'm like I'm gonna throw up. I got to the refrigerator, which was right by the hall, right by the bathroom, and I threw up all over the side of the refrigerator and started shitting myself because. <laughs> Because wow. the, the throwing up was making everything squeeze. Right, your right, your right. sphincter was like, oh, oh. oh. Yeah. It, I ran. Oh. Hot, 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 hot. <laughs> I ran marched all over. Oh, so man. the blind art dealer, oh, I my have God. to get through this, guys, <laughs> takes particular interest in Chris's photography skills uh, because he's an art dealer. And Chris meets another black man at the party, Logan King. Oh, that's how the movie opens. Yeah, Logan King gets kidnapped. Yeah. By the weird-ass uh, brother guy. Jeremy. Jeremy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's walking through a neighborhood at night. And, and he's all, isn't he on the phone with some? No, he's just kind of talking to himself, isn't he? I don't remember. No, at first he's on the phone with someone, and he's like, I'm going to let you go. Yeah. And he's like, and he's like, walking. this neighborhood. And he's like, 
Yeah, yeah. And, and then the attacked. car pulls up. It does a Yui. Right. And goes and gets him. And he's trying he's trying to avoid him. He's like, no, oh, not today. <laughs> they, got that, they got that Childish Gambino song playing, which is really cool. Yeah. Um, when he meets Logan King, he sees that the guy is acting really strange. And uh, he's married to a, a really old white lady. So it's, it's kind of odd. Chris calls his friend, TSA agent Rod Williams. Your favorite f- character in the whole movie. <laughs> about this strange <laughs> behavior. Uh, Chris tries to take a picture of Logan inconspicuously, but when his flash goes off, Logan becomes hysterical, shouting at Chris to... Get out! Get out, man! Get out! Get out of here! Go on, get out! This is before he's hypnotized, just because we went forward earlier, right? No, No, this is after. No, this happens the next day. This happens after. Like like right away the next day. Uh, the The other people at the party restrain Logan, and Dean claims that Logan had an epileptic seizure. So they're trying to write that off because his nose starts bleeding. Yeah. Right. Uh, away from the party, Chris convinces Rose that they should leave. And meanwhile, Dean is holding an auction with a photo of Chris, which the blind art dealer wins the auction. Darkest fucking Yo, part of the movie. That, like, when I figured shit. out what was going on, I was I like, I knew exactly at this that is point. fucking yeah, right dark. When, when, it, when he's, yeah. that just, what he's like, his <clears throat> hand motions and the auction, I'm like, this shit really happen. It's a silent auction too. They're yeah. not, no one's talking. He's just showing his little hands, and people are raising their little shits. Well, I guess I guess the person who's blind can't really see, <laughs> so he probably has someone explaining it to him. Maybe there's like someone whispering, tapping him. Didn't like somebody like the old white lady and and the younger black dude that has the seizure. Mm-hmm. Doesn't she at one point talk about like her sex life and how it's been so nice with No, her? I don't I don't yeah, know. Don't remember that? Uh, no. Um, they were talking about it. Someone else. Oh, he rides me so good. I tell hey, you what. You know what? They're talking about how they don't leave the house anymore. How they become homebodies <laughs> and he starts to talk about how much how much he can't get away from his chores when he's cut off. Oh. And <laughs> And something I don't remember, but something cuts him off. And um, a little bit later, one of the old couples is asking the girl Rose if uh, the sex is better with with, yes, with Chris. That's, yeah, that's and they're and the they're just like stereotype. Excuse he's me, like, he's hitting <laughs> all of them, just yeah. all of them. Yeah, yeah. And this is the same woman who was feeling up on his arms and stuff too. Oh, and she was like showing like her husband who was in a wheelchair and looked. Like he was in pretty bad you, shape. She was like, "What do you think? What do you think, honey? What do you What do you think? He's handsome, right?" And he was like, Ooh, "You know, That's like shaking his head." Up, yeah, dude. Yeah, during it was up. fucked up during the auction. Um, anyway, Rod recognizes Logan as Andre Hayworth, a missing man, and he's got access to this kind of shit because he's in the TSA. Suspecting a conspiracy, and this is one of the best subplots. Of, <laughs> this is the best subplot of the movie. Rod goes to the police. But no one believes him. And, I mean, this scene is the best because he's in there trying to explain to the captain. She's a black female. She calls in the other officers. And he thinks, all right, they're going to yeah, they're on my side here. That's it. He, getting shit done. And then they, he, she's like, all right, tell, tell, tell the story again. And they're just laughing their ass off at him. That's he's so he's defeated, so he fucking hauls ass out of there. Um, she's all like, y'all better not ever say I never do nothing for y'all. <laughs> and they're just laughing. 
while Chris packs to leave, he finds photos of Rose and prior relationships with black people, including Walter and Georgina. Oh, shit. Contradicting yeah. her claim that Chris was her first black boyfriend. <laughs> he tries to leave the house, but Rose and her family block him. Chris attacks Jeremy, but Missy uses a trigger that she implanted during his hypnosis, knocking him out. And that trigger is the, the teacup. Which, mm-hmm. Jordan Peele now, his, his production company is Monkey Paw. And, yeah. And the symbol for it, if you watch the beginning of Us, is a monkey stirring paw stirring nice. the teacup. I know, dude. I'm like, nice. that's fucking so cool. Mm, I like that. So here, I mean, it's revealed that, you know, Rose is in on it. She won't let him leave either. Big secret's out. Yep. Rose is a dirtbag and her whole family is a bunch of dirtbag lunatics. And we haven't... Freaks. We haven't said yet either. We've, we've done a good job of not even saying what the fuck they're actually trying to do. Yeah, yeah, we can say that for the end, I guess. Well, it's 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 going to happen now because this is where oh, it's revealed to him. The body The snapping. coagula. So Chris awakens and he's strapped to this chair in the basement. Earlier earlier in the film, too, by the way, this is another little one of those <clears throat> those great writing moments that Peel put in there when Chris is being shown the house. He asks, you know, to or I don't know if he asks to go in the basement. He but doesn't, but the guy says, black mold down there, so we don't open that door, and they just keep walking. Black mold. Yeah. Wow. What are they, okay, so they're using the, the black bodies as molds around their... Oh, shit. Yeah. There you go. Okay. So, Chris... That awa- one got by me. Chris Twice. awakens strapped to a chair in the basement. In a video presentation, Rose's grandfather, Roman, explains that the family transplants that the family transplants their brains into others' bodies, granting them preferred physical characteristics and a twisted form of immortality. The blind art dealer tells Chris the host's consciousness remains in the sunken place. Conscious, but powerless. That is fucking torture. Yeah. I can't imagine a worse hell. That's so fucking scary. Yeah, that's horrible. That is fucking crazy. And it's when he's sitting in the chair and they're explaining to him, like, um... That the winning bidder is like telling him thank you. Right. Yeah. Dude, well, fuck he, that. well, he tells him he's like, uh, even because he, he, Chris eyes. asks, Chris asks, he's like, why us? Why, why black people? And he's like, you know, you heard him out there, you know, the fashion, the stereotypes, oh this and that. And he's like, mm-hmm. he's like, but don't lump me in with those people. That's not what I want. Mm-hmm. I want your eyes, man. He says it like he's like, I want your eyes. Yeah, because he's <laughs> no, he an said, artist. I want your eyes. He man. was an artist that had went yeah. blind. Yeah. Right? Yeah, yeah, it's like, fuck. oh fuck. Man, damn, get someone else. <laughs> Everybody gets someone he wants his eyes, man. <laughs> but um, but but what's his name, Chris? Mm-hmm. Chris, yeah. He has um, he's also a photographer. Yeah. And that's why the dude. Yeah, he wants yeah. he wants his. Uh, he's he, impressed by him. He wants what he sees through his creativity in his eyes. At this point, Missy performs her hypnosis trigger, but this is again, again, fucking the genius of Jordan Peele. It doesn't work, although it looks like it works. And what's really going on here is Chris saves himself from going under hypnosis by pulling cotton from the fucking armchair and stuffing it in his ears. So he doesn't hear the trigger, but he pretends to be out cold. So the irony there of Clever. picking cotton actually frees him Holy instead shit. of fucking. Oh, wow. Yeah. Wow. Well, I mean, but that's days. Well, yeah, but I never even like. Yeah, that um, that one, I missed that one too. <laughs> uh, when Jeremy, how did he get it in his ears? He pulled it out the. He, 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 got, his, he got his hands. Yeah. Free. 
Uh-huh. Or his hands are bound and they did it and like he, he got himself free and then put it back. Oh. Or like just to make himself look okay. restrained. I gotta be honest, I kind of don't remember exactly how he put it in his ears. But if you're saying that's how he did it, then I don't think they show it. I don't remember. I, I remember them showing him pulling the cotton Pulling out. it out, for well, sure. Well, from his ears later, but also but from the chair. maybe if it was just his hands restrained, maybe he could like put Lean his body over. down to, you yeah. know. Well, these are nitpicks, but... Uh, when Jeremy comes to fetch Chris for the surgery, because in another room, Dean is uh, getting re- this, the, the dad. Correct. Yeah, he's prepping uh, the blind art dealer, cuts his fucking skull off. By the way, we haven't had a single kill in this movie yet. Right. Not a single death yet has, has occurred. It's about to change. Yeah. So, uh, Jeremy goes to get Chris, but Chris knocks him out with a bocce ball. Mm-hmm. He picks it up and smashes smashes him in the head. They're all decked out in these fucking doctor, like, scrubs. the scrubs and shit, too. It's like, yeah. it, this is the part where the movie goes full B-movie, corny, cheesy, horror. Crazy. Like, yeah. yeah. So, so he's knocked out. He's not dead. He's knocked out. And uh, Dean comes out Bleeding the Bleeding all over the floor, too. Yeah. yeah. He looks dead. Some thick old blood. Uh, Dean comes out, like, looking around like the fuck's going on. And um, there was a deer... A, a mounted deer, a head. Mounted deer yeah. head in the room where Chris was tied to the chair. That's what I remember. This is alluding back to Chris watching the deer die, which was like his mother dying on the side of the road, which is all like, and now he's taking that buck and he fucking runs into Dean with it and impels him with the horns, killing Dean. So I don't know if Dean's death is the first death in the movie or if it's the blind art dealer played by fucking Bill Dotree because... <laughs> he, he never gets out of he that. He does not make it. He bro. doesn't come out of the the surgery room, right? So he's he's dead too. So we can assume that once uh, what's what's the doctor's name? Uh, Dean Armitage. Once Dean Armitage stumbles into the room, knocking over the candle mm-hmm. for some reason. There's candles, and because uh, he performs his fucking surgery by candlelight, this intense. Brain transplant operation? Yeah. You're going to do it by candlelight. In a, in a basement. Yeah, because anyway, white, white people. He knocks a candle over, which starts a fire. <laughs> yeah. So That motherfucker burns up. That motherfucker burns up fast. Chris and Missy finally have their showdown. And she goes for the teacup. And this is back upstairs. But Chris gets to it first and smashes it. And then she comes out of, after him with a, with a knife. Yeah. And gets him through the hand. She stabs him through his hand. And he's just like, bitch... Oh, I think he's just full of adrenaline yeah. now, you know? So he... How does he kill her? He fucking stabs her with the knife while it's in his hand. Yeah, she, she's like... She's helpless without her um, hypnosis techniques. Yeah. Sorry, Catherine Kenner, but... So yeah. that's the third death. Um, You're weak. You're real weak. Out of nowhere, fucking uh, Jeremy shows up and he tries to put it like a sleeper he hold puts on a him. Head, puts him in a headlock, yeah. But he gets stabbed in the leg and then... Well, he... It's it's kind of it's it's kind of cool the way it happens. Chris, at at first he keeps fucking with the door trying, trying to get to open out, it. Yeah, yeah. trying to get out. But what's his name? Jeremy. Mm-hmm. Jeremy keeps kicking it closed. He's like a he's a he's a jujitsu guy, right? Yeah, yeah. And so he's like kicking it closed, and he has him in his headlock, and he's very efficient. While Chris figures out that every time he fucking gets that door open, Jeremy kicks. Yeah, yeah. So he does it again. <laughs> stabs him in the fucking leg. 
making Jeremy let go of him when he can finally uh, fuck him up. <laughs> and, then, and then he American History X's his ass. The American History X. They don't show it, but he what, does. He curb it. stomps him. I mean, not I mean, on a curb, but he stomps him in he the head. Stomps to him death. about the the neck and the head. I oh, imagine yeah. till he's you hear the squishes. Dead. It's like real squishies. Oh, yeah, God. a lot of squishing going on. Oh, and uh, after that, uh, Chris Chris is hauling the hauling ass. He he gets in uh, Jeremy's car, but on the way out, he hits Georgina. And he starts thinking about his mom, mm-hmm. which makes him get out of the car and try to save her. So he puts her in the car. And at this point, doesn't uh, doesn't Rose? She's in her room. This is where she's eating uh, eating the fruit, fruit loops and the milk. Yeah, separate. Listening? What is she listening to? Something. Is it time of my life? White people music. So, oh God! I think it was. It's time of my life. Jeez. Just it's the worst. <laughs> but she hears. She hears. I guess she hears. <laughs> she hears Georgina screaming when she get when he hits her. How did she not hear like fucking all the scuffling and and the fighting going on? But she hears that outside. Uh, maybe because it was a higher pitch noise mm. from the screaming. Mm. Because I don't, her, I don't, mom, her mom never screamed or anything. I don't want to. I don't want to like try to nitpick the movie or anything like that because that's a very small issue. So Rose, Rose eventually comes out too, and she's got a fucking rifle or some she's, shit. She's got a fucking rifle, yeah. And, and um, it looks like she knows how to use it. Mm-hmm. And now it's revealed at this point. I mean, context clues would have given it away earlier, uh, but it, it's like okay, Georgina is actually their the Armitage grandmother, and Walter is the grandfather. Is the grandfather. That's why yeah. this motherfucker's running all over the place because right. he used to be an Olympian. Uh, <laughs> okay, I did, yeah, yeah. There you go. Yeah, I don't know why he's running at night. Again, don't want to nitpick the movie too much. But it's crazy. I mean, you know, but fuck it. they're clearly crazy. The way his voice is too in that movie, like uh, I thought he was running towards Chris because these the people that they inhabit their bodies that they inhabited the people Georgina and her husband or whoever it is can intermediately like for a minute come out of the sunken place and like they can with the with the camera flash. Right. So I thought maybe. That's why he was running towards Chris, and then like it turns out he was just exercising. Yeah, he was being real creepy about it when he talked to Chris about it the next day too. In the dark, she's a doggone keeper. That's what I wanted. It's she's a doggone keeper. Like he's got just weird robotic voice. Georgina kind of does too. Yeah. But his is just his. Weird. I find is creepy. It's when she has the tear coming down her eye. She's like, she's, oh, no, 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 no. She no, makes no, the creepy no. faces. No, 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 no. And then she, no, like, she's chill like, out. You bitch. mean tattletale? <laughs> you mean tattletale? So while he's getting away with uh, Georgina in the car, and it's it's actually the the Armitage grandmother. She starts attacking him, causing him the wreck, and uh, saying, "You ruined my house." Yeah. But in doing so, she gets herself killed. Yeah. Chris survives the car. Well, she wasn't. She wasn't buckled up. That's right. Always, always buckle, buckle up. Buckle up, bitch. Mm-hmm. That's rule number one, man. Buckle up, man. Uh, at this point, Chris abandons the car. Georgina's dead. Catherine Kenner's dead. Dean Armitage is dead. I know I'm using real names and character names, but look, I ain't got time to fucking memorize all but this shit. But that crazy white Nazi bitch ain't. No, she. she as soon as he wakes up. The she's fucking side view mirror pops off his car because she done shot it off. And then she's shooting at him. Uh, he's he's running, but then Grandpa comes running by, and when he tackles him to the ground, he manages to pull his phone out and snap a picture with the flash of him. But she does. Rose doesn't see that. No, 
So when she comes up, quote unquote, Walter or Roman Armitage, it's not Roman anymore. Walter is now back. And he, like you said, now he is in control of, of the body brief, yeah. briefly because of the flash. But he, he convinces Rose, like, I'm going to I'm gonna do him in. And he gets right. the gun. Let me do it. But he, he shoots, shoots himself. Her. Oh, he shoots her first? He shoots her first. Oh, yeah, that's right. Because himself. she's. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, yeah. He, Love to shoot myself. I wish when she, I wish when she would have failed, like she would have had the Fruit Loops in her pocket all along. They would have just (laughs) fell out. My, (laughs) it would have looked like she bled Fruit Loops. She was like the milk because she was in all white and the cereal. Oh shit! Symbolic. Um, That would have been good. (laughs) Is she still? She still tries to go for the gun, though, right? Oh yeah. yeah, she's like crawling and shit. She's a trooper in this. She is. She is hardcore. She's and done Chris fucked all up. kinds of people. Got him killed. Chris you know. gets up and he's like, like you could tell he doesn't want to, but he tries to strangle her. And she smiles. And she she struggles at first, and then she I guess she realizes he can't do it, and she smiles at mm-hmm. him. And that's when the a cop sirens, shows up. Yeah, and the lights. This is when I first saw the movie. I was like. Fuck! You got a black. Now guy. you know how bad it looks. You know, right. bunch of dead white people. He did pick up. He did pick up the gun, so his fingerprints are on the fucking gun. All these people are dead. Two of them from gunshot wounds. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I was sincerely you know? worried when the cop car showed up. I'm like, great. But then the door opens, and my favorite character <laughs> steps out of the vehicle, and you see airport. Secure TSA shit, yes. whatever it says on the side on the door, because he it was Rod. His whole thing was like they're gonna get you into into this cult and they're gonna all the orgies and yeah, you know why you know why people like making them sex slaves like Jeffrey Dahmer. He said <laughs> he was he was he was fucking them and eating their heads and shit. He was fucking they dismembered heads and then eating them. But oh this, my god! This motherfucker. They, were, they really were sex slaves. Like yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. But hey, he fucking saved his friend. This movie could have went a whole other way, and Jordan Peele did film originally yeah. endings where Chris got arrested and shit, and, and had to go. To that would have made me really sad. I would have been pissed. That's why, and he was like, you know what? Even though that's probably more the reality of it. Yeah. I'm he go said. Ahead and, he said. He said that he felt that enough headway was being made against racism to where the country didn't need the gut punch ending. Yeah. He, well, he, he's optimistic. He that uh, and he that makes make me happy. Ending. Right. Yeah. That makes me happy that he felt optimistic enough for that. You know? Yeah. TSA friend saves he the day. Everyone was a rooting for Chris if he really would have went to jail. Right. And, yeah, and he oh, said they're sitting in the car in silence and he's like I don't want to say it. He's like, what? He's like, I told you not to go in that fucking house. <laughs> don't go to the white white girl's parents' house. He told them at the beginning. Don't right? do it. When, when they were joking, the detectives, when they yeah. were joking about it, that was uh, the one thing the lady said. She was like, and white girls get you every time. <laughs> I'm sorry I didn't come with any trivia or better notes. Um, I think this episode's been a little bit... Uh, uh, <laughs> you know what? I think, I think we've been having fun. Though. I was going to say, I, I think hope, this episode's been a different kind of beast. Hopefully, hopefully the audience had fun. I hope no one was offended. I mean, if they're all 
you know, this is all jokes. And well, and... we we can cut the offensive stuff out. Leave that in. <laughs> that way they know we yeah. cut some stuff out. Oh God, <laughs> no, no, uh, it makes me so uncomfortable. But I mean, I don't think we were like offensive about anything. No, we but said but in the movie. but but we live in a country full of butthurt little bitches who fucking hear one thing they don't like and then they run like right. and run tell that like everyone's like, our goddamn mom. Goddamn movie, and I mean picking on I mean fucking white people being stupid ass white people. Well, they, I mean, were, they were actually kind of smart. I'm not going to lie. One was a neuroscientist. I mean, no, just freaks. like with the shit they, they were freaks. Like, I don't be freaks. Just saying that they weren't dumb, though. They were lunatics. They were they lunatics. Were, but they were... Hannibal was, Lecter was a lunatic, but he was also smart fucking people. smart as shit. So. Now, the old people at the party that were... <laughs> I can't speak for them. They, they seemed to be like idiots. Like, they seemed do, do, doopy. Do, yeah. Dopey. I'm doopy doopy. Yeah, doofy. 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 Officer Doofy. That's what I'm talking Reporting about. Reporting for Doofy. <laughs> <laughs> well, I had fun. I had fun. Um, Billy? I had fun. I had fun. Oh, <laughs> goddamn. We all had fun. Oh, oh. How many kabooms out of five y'all want to give this one? Okay, well, if we're going to rate oh, the movie, oh. we've got to do it out of ten. But are we going to do kabooms? No, that's for Drake. Okay, all right, fine. Oh, what, you're going to do, do something that references this movie? Yeah, yeah, yeah. How many teacups? I don't mm-hmm. know. Fruit Loops. We didn't talk about the coagula. What? The coagula. That was the whole formula for their... Like, when, when, when he's first introduced to the thing, to the uh, procedure that's going to happen, the, the, the grandpa looks up on the TV and he's like, Behold, the coagula. What the fuck is the coagula? It's their whole like I don't know. generation of um, keeping their genetics con- just kind of like what what Hit- Adolf Hitler's thing was with the Nazis, just keeping their consciousness. Yeah, just I don't know how to explain it. Um, hmm. The coagula was basically the um, uh, like generation after generation keeping like their consciousness, their bloodline. What they were doing at like, um, well, that's interesting. So then, is the superior race? Did they come up with it in those bodies, or or those bodies also transferred? Huh. Interesting idea. I don't know. I don't know. I don't remember. Okay. So how many coagulas? Oh no, I don't want to use coagulas. No, no coagula. Like bringing it up. Um, it's not like we can do better than that. How many blind art dealers out of ten? <laughs> <laughs> God damn. Ricky, how many blind art dealers? Strong eight to nine art dealers. You're not gonna come down on one, eight to nine, eight and a half. Let's give it an eight point five, a confident eight point five, give or take. <laughs> I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna go ahead and um, agree with you. I'll, I'll give this eight and a half blind art dealers. So that means one of them at least has one eye. So, uh, I I like this movie so much. I'm gonna give it ten blind art dealers. Oh, okay. Nice, yeah. nice. It's one of my favorites. Billy? I only watched it once, but eight. Eight blind art dealers. So this would be an average of eight. Yeah. Yeah. Nice. We didn't rate um, Hereditary. Hereditary, by the way. No. No, we did, did, didn't we? Didn't we say crow heads? N- n- crow titties for the witch. Oh, I thought we said crow heads for the... For the no, we, shit. we didn't rate it that because that's should... like ten headless Charlies. <laughs> <laughs> ten telephone poles out of ten. Oh my god! Oh yeah, ten. I'm giving Hereditary a ten out of ten. Just ten for... fucking ants out just... of ten. I ten headless set... Charlies. I... Ten headless grandmas. <laughs> yes. 
set the record straight Everyone's there. headless. Um, ten, ten mamas cutting her own fucking head off with a piano wire out of ten. <laughs> favorite so fucking movie. Favorite movie. part. <laughs> Alright, yeah, this has been a fun fucking episode. Um, I want to thank everyone for coming and uh, being a part of it. Billy, you're welcome back any fucking time. I enjoyed having you here. Yeah, it was cool. lots of fun, yeah. Billy. Yeah. I've been Travis Maxwell Boone. I'm Mashed Potato Johnson. <laughs> Billy. I'm your boy, Kaboy. <laughs> Hold on. <laughs> <laughs> I'm your boy, Kaboy. <laughs> your boy, Kaboy. Boy, Kaboy. Fuck it. Fuck it. Leave it uh, in no, like that. My new name is Boy, Kaboy. Boy, Kaboy. I'm, I'm your boy, Kaboy. <laughs> <laughs> boy, Kaboy. Boy, Kaboy. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Fuck it, leave it like that. That's, that's boy, good. Boy. If they don't know who I am, then fuck it. That's who I am now from now on. Boy, oh. boy. Boy, boy. Yeah. <laughs> Mashed Tater Johnson. Mashed Potato Johnson. <laughs> you want me to say it now? Mm-hmm. Stay true, Colts. She does it so bad. <laughs> what the I'm Mashed Potato Johnson, and I don't like saying "stay true, cult because <laughs> because nobody likes when I say it because I don't say it right. I have a I have a thing that I like us to do. Mm-hmm. She, we all have a tag at the end because at the end of my episodes, when I solo cast, I, I say "stay spooky, bitches." It's just the end. It's how I end the show. So to include everyone, I wanted everyone to have a thing. So Angel's like, "Stay true, cult." Embrace Obama. <laughs> <laughs> Stay what? I say embrace the darkness. I can't understand what the fuck True you cult. cult. It's, it's, it's a black metal term. Okay. It, 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 it just it, means be real. It means it means be real oh, in true, their true, language, true, but it's true, like cult. it's like the okay. neck oh, beard yeah. way. It's like the most neck beard way All to right, say. Alright, boy, boy. Yeah. <laughs> you know what? Fuck it on this one. Stay spooky, bitches. Hold up, hold up. Oh, my bad. Embrace Obama, man. You want to leave it in? Yeah. All right. I mean, I always make a joke out of it, so... Barack Obama. Why stop now? All right. (laughs) (laughs) Embrace Obama a third time. Oh, okay, yeah. Yeah. All right. Stay spooky, fuckers. There you go.